Uh, question uh, on Twitter for Colonel Kaufman uh, from Marguerite. How have you seen the act of embedded observation, embedded journalists, change the nature of the conflict, if at all? <clears throat> okay, well, an incredible example is Abu Ghraib, where uh, you know, horrible situation has come out. And that reporting directly correlates to enemy actions against uh, U.S. forces. Um, then you also have the flip side of that, where a American force is helping children or helping the disadvantaged and, and presenting that to the public. And that's seen by the Afghans or the Iraqis. And that turns the tide uh, for one, two, 200 people, it's hard to tell. But so basically, by showing what the truth is out there, the journalist allows the public, who is not as media savvy as the United States, but the public there in that country, to understand what is happening and react accordingly. Is the military angry at the media for Abu Ghraib, or are they angry at the soldiers who were doing what the media eventually I think that. The Army and, and all of DOD, um, in any leader that's worth his salt or her salt, wants to know if something wrong is going on so that we can fix it. I think that, in, as we've proven time and time again, you know, if someone makes a mistake, if, if, we've, if we trip, we want to understand that, we want to figure out what, the, what happened, and then move forward and fix it um, so that it doesn't happen again. It, it was also, I believe, a soldier that initially released those photos. Right. Well, I, I often found that uh, at the, the times when I was there and soldiers would complain about the media, I often found it was two weeks after some guys had tied puppies up in a bag and thrown them off a cliff, and, and it was all over YouTube. And I thought, guys, those puppies did way more damage than yeah. anything that you, what the military recorded and sent out themselves was often more, because someone thought it was funny, was often more damaging than what we might report. Yeah, I think that's, that's so true that uh, most of the most damning information to come out actually comes from inside the military. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think that's also kind of a good thing that has to do with the technology that's going on, but it's not the reporters who are doing that. They sort of carry the information. When I, w when I was in uh, Balad with the third ID, we crossed paths with another unit, and uh, they, the two units didn't get along, which isn't that, that uncommon, but 3ID, they had issues with these guys, and they were like, well, go, you know, go out with them on night patrols, you know, and, and send those pictures back to your agency. And they weren't doing anything you know, against any of the rules, but you know, I had these pictures, I thought they were quite dramatic. I, sent them back and, you know, like some of the soldiers stayed up with me all night as I filed them back, you know, at, at agonizingly slow speed in the middle of the desert and uh, they never got picked up until after Abu Ghraib. So that was the military it was helping me get that stuff out there. And it was the, you know, the newspapers, magazines, whatever, who didn't think that photographs of in insurgents were, you know, significant yeah, we're, I mean, yet. We're, at, at our core, we're a standards-based organization. I mean, that, that is what we guarantee to the American public. So if someone's outside of that... You want they, to know about it. We, we want to fix it. 
Sure. You know, in terms of, in, in, as, as this war went on too, I mean, I think everybody that has now on their 16th deployment, their seventh deployment, their third deployment, they, they all want to tell their story. I think there is certainly a great deal of anger amongst my military friends who they said their stories, their successes, their disasters, whatever, are just not told anymore. We're not covering much of the wars now compared to before. So they're very comfortable. If you look now, there is, everyone's shooting their own, their, their cell phones, you know, the videos off that. They got, you got helmet cameras, they've got GoPros attached to every helmet they've got. There's this one, one I saw, and then there's, then there's websites that have, that collect all of these kind of shoots, so you can see all of that. There's one where there's a guy shooting with his, with his, with his camera video, showing none of his friends, showing his camera how he's shooting, where he points to another guy in the front with his gunfire going on, and he's, got, he's pointing at the other guy, says, look, there's a GoPro on his helmet. At the same time, there's a guy with a, with a medic on the side fixing another guy's bleeding arm, and he's shooting that too and laughing at it. You know, so these very comfortable moments for them, <laughs> which is hard to define it, which um, is that now they're shooting these things and setting them out, and that's where a lot of this information is coming from. So there was a time in the beginning where they felt nobody will find out about these things that are happening right. behind the lines, but there's a lot of ways to get it, and you can get them by people who are just blogging it as opposed to analyzing it and have multiple sources.